When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. better Nebraska every time I come through here I get Nebraska big time you know I used to think to myself self why don't more people live here it's sustainable cozy lots of good land windmills aplenty just waiting to be refurbished I mean I'm pretty sure it was one of the only states they didn't drop robots on so theoretically it should be a bastion of old America right Wrong! So wrong! It sucks! I'm actually sure it's cursed! Or maybe I'm the one who's cursed, I don't know! <sighs> what I do know, zombie girl, is that when I'm here, some manner of just fucking calamity strikes. I, I mean, more than my usual bad luck. And last time, for example? Oh, you love this zombie girl. I was just cruising in my spinner, gliding over this godforsaken stretch of land as fast as possible, when an actual herd of deer comes bounding over an old highway barricade and smoked them. Ooh, little ones, too. I know, right? Poor guy. Well, he got his revenge on me, though. Yeah, he did. Busted the casing on one of my hover coils. That damage, I should mention, led to over a year's worth of janky mechanical problems. Finally got affixed at the McMaster settlement. Which was sweet and all, except I only got to enjoy said repaired spinner. Now known as my dearly departed spinner for a couple of days before it got completely totaled. That was the day I met you, I might add. Like, how dare I undo the work the Braska curse spat down upon me. <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah. So here we are. 
in Nebraska again over a year later, and, well, do you know what that is up there, zombie girl? It's a storm. Big, mega-sized storm. Probably a tornado or hurricane. I don't know, I come from the land of earthquakes. Which is definitely not this. My spinner? Oh yeah, it could have made it through. But this rig, with a zombie riding along in an open-air bed? Yeah, not a chance. You're not gonna catch me tempting the curse that much. <laughs> no way. Oh, I don't know. A torrential downpour doesn't sound like the end of the world. A shower actually sounds pretty nice right about now. Bring it on. We can take it. I mean, zombie me is basically invincible anyway, so maybe you could just leave us outside for a little while. No? Too much to ask. I thought so. Uh, here I sit before you, just a girl covered in... Well, covered in days old Richter, wishing to be clean. Oh, the melodrama. <sighs> Imagine being this bored, Callie. Imagine it. It's not like you can actually hear me. Having these conversations with myself is basically my favorite thing these days. Alright, come on out and... Ah, fuck, watch out for the weird spikes and barbs, okay? Oh, what a joke! Tell me you're compensating without telling me you're compensating, Richter. Right? Like, how many more skulls do you actually need on this stupid thing? You might as well have come out and said, Hi, my name's Richter and I got daddy issues. I'd be way more impressed if I didn't still have pieces of that dude stuck between my teeth. Oh, wow, listener. That was maybe the most metal thing I've ever said! Callie, you must be rubbing off on me! Maybe I should start cursing. Uh, well, maybe, maybe not. Hello? Someone out huh? there? Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. <sighs> of all the farms I could have stopped at, this, this one had to have people living in it? Oh, come on. Nebraska curse. Hey! Hello out there! I'm warning you! Playing with old blind Pete's all fun and games till you pick your buckshot out your ass with a pair of tweezers! <laughs> I don't need my damned eyes to fill half this county full of shrapnel! I'll tag you piggies eventually! So speak on up and get ready to squeal! Wait, blind Pete? He said blind Pete, right? <laughs> I've got an idea, zombie girl. I'm afraid we're gonna have to do something you're really not gonna like again, but we gotta find a way to shut you up. Now, uh, here. Hold still, okay? Oh, nobody. Uh, there we go. Don't look at me like that. Just let me take advantage of this poor blind man like an absolute asshole would, and you'll be right back to our regularly scheduled session of croaking and snarling. Or whatever. Why are we having this discussion? It's my way or the or the highway, ma'am. I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh, come on. This again? Are you serious? Rude! Last chance, you little bastards! Ooh, and here we go. Come on, zombie girl. Oh, you really got us, mister! Fair and square! We're coming out now? Just me and, and... and my sister. Don't shoot, all right? What you doing out there, girl? I almost thought you was a raider. Could hear the sound of that god-awful truck you're driving from miles away. Wait a minute. Who says you ladies ain't raiders? Suppose it is 2182 and all. And they are driving a raider's truck. Say, 
You two ain't actually raiders, are you? No! I mean, no. Thanks for being progressive, I guess. 2182, my ass. Because, of course, you're right. You're absolutely right is what I, what I meant to say. You can't be too cautious. We could, we could totally have been raiders. You don't know. Out here scouring the earth like, like land vikings. Just me and Zo Zoe here. Uh, Zoe? Please, please don't start calling me Zoe. Ugh. I goddamn knew it. Didn't I say? Caught you in a web of lies. But you can't fool me. Imagine that. Land vikings. <laughs> I'd see those arms up in the air then. And no more funny business. Being blind don't mean I can't see nothing at all. I got you two blurry, blob-looking sons of, er, daughters of bitches in my sight. No, no, you're not listening, but fine. Here. Pistol on the ground. Hands in the air. But for the record, what I meant was that we could be raiders, because taking people's stuff isn't exactly gender-exclusive, right? Well, that's what you meant when you said it was 2182. Uh, I mean, maybe I did say that, and maybe I didn't. I don't need no smarmy know-it-all lady from Golden Gate telling me what is and isn't, you hear me? I want to see your sister's arms in the air, too. That clear enough for you, Miss Fancy Pants? Um, sorry, big guy. That's a no-can-do. Long story short, she wouldn't understand either of us well enough to comply with your honestly unnecessary order. We're not dangerous. Hey, wait. How did you know we're from Golden Gate? It's in your voice. You folks look down on us out here. From up there, y'all look down on everybody. Shows in that better than their Californian accent of yours. Hmm. Believe me, I'm not like other Golden Gators, Pete. Well, we'll see about that, won't we? I suppose there's probably some truth to you. I never met a raider from Golden Gate. What would you need to take from the likes of me? Corn? Potatoes? <laughs> Ain't no fancy lattes out here for you to steal. <laughs> oh, shit. Alright. Go ahead, put your arms down. I'm just fooling. You don't mind me asking, though. Well, what's wrong with her? Your, your sister, I mean. <laughs> To, to tell you the truth, I'm not altogether sure I know anymore. I guess she's just up in her head, you know? <laughs> well, if only I could tell you how right you actually are. You should probably listen to her, Petey. She gets me. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Bless you for taking care of her. That ain't easy, not with how the world is. Survival of the fittest ain't kind of those of us with problems out here. Used to have to watch after my own mama when she took ill herself. Now, sometime for I up and settled out here. We... well, we kind of take care of each other, but thanks. Look, I'm coming clean with you now. We stole this truck from some asshole raiders back in Illinois, and we're desperately trying to get back home. I promise we're not bringing any problems with us. Those guys are long gone. We just... We need a roof over our heads before that storm blows in. If we don't have a place here, that's fine. But I'm going to have to move on and be pretty quick about it. I don't know, maybe that's for the best? No, no, that's a fair enough request. 
And old Pete's been called a bunch of things in his lifetime. Smart, handsome, <laughs> hairy. <laughs> yeah, you know how it goes. Uh, but I ain't been called a monster yet, and I've no aspirations to be named so today. So, why don't the two of you go shack up in that barn over there? And survive bigger twisters than the lack of what's coming. Reckon you should be able to pull your truck in there, too. But don't get it all twisted, though. Y'all ain't guests of mine. But you're welcome to weather out this storm as long as you're gone by morning, you hear me? Loud and clear, Pete. Like I said, you won't have any problems from us. Scout's honor. Let's keep it that way, then, ladies. In the meantime, here's praying this thing passes by as quickly. I don't know how I ended up here. I mean, obviously I know the events and what transpired to bring me to this physical place. Sitting on a chair, pale eyes surely unblinking. It's our body, but there's no trace of me in here. Rather, who I am, who I was. These trains of just rambling, never-ending thoughts. An awareness that only you seem to be able to hear. Yes, you. Amazing, incorporeal you tuning in on your dusty radio tuner. Ever since you came into my life, things have changed. For the better. For now. All cards on the table? Being dead honest. For whatever sentiment that's worth, given, you know, me. I've been thinking a lot over the last few days. It's kind of hard not to, sitting in the back of that truck, watching all that countryside go by. I don't think that this is a curse. I think that 150 years of chasing crows and reaching for a red balloon day after day was some kind of purgatory that I haven't fully come to terms with, but it ended. That was my life, and it finally ended, and it was swapped out for a mad dash across what's left of the United States, and I'm... I'm scared. Listener, I am terrified about what happens when it's all over because this... None of this is a curse. It's a blessing. It really is. But the thing you notice about the countryside is all those hills, right? And how you can't see over them as you get close. And I just can't stop wondering where does this go? In what world, in what actual reality, does this have a happy ending? I don't mean to be a bummer. I don't. To tell you the truth, if given the option to stay behind in that empty little Michigan town, or do this terrifying, horrifying thing, I'd make the trade. I'd do it all over again, even just for this moment right now. Whatever it is. I want you to know that I love you for giving me this. Mm. said there was a change of clothes in here for us. They're really old, like, <laughs> just about everything here, but surprisingly, still usable. Black hoodie and some slacks. Nothing as pretty as that dress probably used to be, but it'll do. Uh, now for the hard part, I guess. Let's see if the water still works. Oh, wait. Wait, is she serious right now? 
Oh shit, success! <laughs> Alright, Zoe. Can I call you Zoe? No, you absolutely cannot! Sure I can. Alright, Zoe. Let's see if there's a zombie under all that Richter. Just no biting, okay? If you bite at me even once, we're calling this whole thing off. I swear. <sighs> okay, I'll... I'll try. Zombie me? No biting. No biting. All right. No biting! <laughs> My mom used to go through this with me. I had a real feral child phase after they found Peter Pan in the archives. Then Green flagged it for kids to watch. Mostly because of the mouse symbol. That was one way they used to rate movies back in the before times. If it had the old mouse ears, it was a, a Disney, so... You know, all the kids got a good helping of Peter Pan, to say the least. So I was a lost boy for a couple of years. Or lost kid, I guess. I always liked being a girl. Except for all the expectations that came along with it. No <laughs> surprise there. Life in Golden Gate was pretty confusing for anyone that didn't fit into a mold. And there. There you are! I mean, despite the green skin and milky eyes, you don't look so scary. It's not like an invitation or nothing, because, you know, don't think I'm letting my guard down. <laughs> what? I'm not stalling, you're stalling. Oh boy. <laughs> Okay, we're just gonna do this. It's time to get that old dress off and get you cleaned up. Never had to bathe anyone before, so let's not make this weird. Also, as a warning, if you run away now, it's you that's going to have to be a naked zombie running across the Nebraskan countryside, not me. All right, I guess. I, I. No running! Absolutely! I hope. I mean, I really, really hope that would just be my luck, right? Those proverbial hills I was talking about earlier better not have that particular destiny on the other side of them. Okay, <laughs> nervous time. I mean, I'm, I'm totally for this. I've been wearing the same dress for several lifetimes at this point, and it's really only held together thanks to some very conscious efforts on my part. And you might think it's funny that I care at all about a body that's not technically mine anymore, especially when there's obviously much bigger, much more pressing problems. But, you know, one thing I have managed to hold on to in this on life is, is a sense of modesty, and I... Oh my god, there it goes! Okay, I... Um, I'm naked. Maybe you should turn away. There's no way that this is appropriate. And wait, wait, wait a gosh darn second, listener. I can, I can feel, I can feel her hands on my back. I can feel it. S something's different. You're holy shit. You're really warm. I didn't notice before when I was, I don't know, pushing you into trunks and stuff. But you, you guys. Zombies, I wonder if you're all like this. It's like you're running a fever that doesn't really seem to bother you. And you're so damn soft. <laughs> like, I need to know your skincare routine, soft. <laughs> Man, this really was a nice dress, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was my favorite. It had pockets? 
I mean, come on. It's 2182 and we still don't have those in Golden Gate for some reason. Tell me that's not a conspiracy as old as time. Wait, wait, there's something in here. Holy shit. Some dice, I think? Weird and random. <laughs> also a plastic card. Some sort of... Oh, I think I saw this in a movie. They called them I, 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 IDs. Oh, the police used to love asking for these. Wait, it is. It's an ID card. Shit. Oh, I think I can make out what it says. Oh, oh, is she actually going to say it? Please, universe, please give me this. I think it says Hannah. Hannah Bowden. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's me! That's me, Kelly! Well, hell, I guess I'm gonna have to stop calling you Zoe now. Damn, you really seem like a Zoe. <gasps> yes! Yes, please! Huh. Alright, Hannah Bowden, let's get you dressed. Scouting Log 18-7-2182. I... Just spent my evening bathing a zombie with some old rags and a bucket of water. <gasps> Not glamorous, but she was a mess and oh, the smell of blood was really getting to me. So I figured it was worth a chance of becoming an evening snack. That's, at least that's what I'm telling myself. Well, maybe that's why I, I, I don't know how to speak right now. So maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Her name was Hannah Bowden. She was born May 27th, 1997. She lived in Austin, Texas, according to her identification card. <laughs> we call that place the war zone now. The robots fell on Texas really hard, and the people there fought for every inch. Still do. She liked games, I guess? She had a pocket full of dice. <laughs> I wish I knew more. That there was something more I could tell you about her. That's all I could find. This is gonna come out of left field. I know. My emotions are swinging back and forth, and I shouldn't have messed with it, you know? Should have just left it alone. Left the blood on her. Only a few days from Golden Gate. I should especially have known better, as it's more than crystal clear that I'm going through some shit right now, but here we are, and there's. I'm going back now. <sighs> it was better for me when she was a zombie. A zombie with some weird human quirks, maybe. A zombie had stopped trying to bite me and wasn't trying to run away anymore. One that saved my life. Twice. Still a fucking zombie. Not a friend or a former human, certainly not a Hannah Bowden, not warm like a person when I thought she'd be so damn cold and, and dead or... I'm so fucking lonely. Nobody in the world gives a damn if I live or die and, and back home they're all rooting against me. They, they always have been. I'm the one who dared to go against the grain. She'll be the last scout home with nothing in hand. They were laughing at me like I'm the biggest joke in the world, like, like they were prophets. Not a single one of them ever cared if I ever made it back. 
got it now. My big discovery. And they'll have to eat every goddamn word they ever threw at me as long as... Well, as long as I give her over to them. I've got to get some air. Oh, I can't breathe in this fucking barn. Oh, Callie. It's not you, it's me, it's she. It's not love or passion. There's something desperately wrong with me. It's not fair to you, I know, and I'm sorry I can't let go. There's something desperately wrong with me. Hush, don't tell me what's going on. Listener, I think we both know that the revelations and realizations of this episode were a long time in coming. 
Doesn't make them hurt any less, though. If you happen to be feeling particularly raw after hearing that, we ask that you take a moment and be kind to yourself. On to brighter news, though. This might be a bit short notice if you haven't been paying attention to us on socials lately, but in about a week, we're having our first live show as part of the premiere of Eli Hamada McElveen's new upcoming show, The Inner Ear. This special episode will be introducing two new characters, specifically a couple slackers from the McMaster settlement, mentioned way back in episode one. If you happen to be in the Hamilton, Ontario or Toronto area, you should consider coming out to say hi. We take the stage at the staircase on October 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern. Details on tickets will be in the show notes or can be found at fableandfolly.com slash inner ear. In addition, we want to talk very briefly about our new Patreon drive. We've recommitted to not only making good on previous early release promises, but also introduce some new rewards, including a monthly lore talk about various in-world content for all Red Fathom productions starting in November. Until the end of November, we're doing our Patreon drive as well. Each patron new and ongoing alike will be getting a Red Fathom Entertainment sticker pack as well as a limited time Hannah acrylic charm as thanks. So if you've been on the fence about supporting us, now is an excellent time to do so, as your support will be keeping up both Cybernautica and Hannah Apocalypse, as well as future Red Fathom content. You'll find our new and improved Patreon at patreon.com slash redfathom. Finally, last but certainly not least, we'd like to introduce you to a new show we think you'd like. Like us, Human Error works with a healthy dash of hope and family in its post-apocalyptia and think that you'd love joining Billy on their own road trip across the wasteland. If you're curious, we've got a trailer right here for you. As Hannah might say, roll the clip. You folks have room for one more in your group? I think I'd like to leave with you. Thank you for saving us back there. <laughs> You're welcome. <gasps> Here's a jar of peanut butter! It hasn't been opened yet either. That's fine, Eden. Go ahead and put that in the bag. The government knew this was coming. They're too prepared. We're going to go to Austin to gather information and see if any of our people made it there safely. Fuck! What are we supposed to do now? Put your hearing aids on. Errors are outside, and we need to go! They have a cure? Supposedly... No one has been able to confirm it, though. I'll be honest. I thought about it. Come on now. We don't want any more trouble. Eden, come on. That's not fair. Whatever. Hey! We need to stop somewhere. If you make any sudden moves, I'll kill you. Clearly your protection has worked out incredibly well if one of your men is dead. What happened to your ear defenders? You're a monster. Just like me. You're wrong! Am I? Fuck! Go! 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 Hazel! Everyone, get down! What happened to him? Did did you get exposed? Get in! Hurry up! Get in! Get in! Get in! I said no! Uh, How is that even possible? This is what you get when you keep a fucking siren around. Ah! Ah! Waverly, help! Well, well, well. What do we have here? Why the fuck are they keeping one of those here? What is that? I don't know. Let's get back to the truck. Hey. Asshole. Move out of my way. I'm getting rid of that monster, and then we're getting the fuck out of here. Hey, uh, mind if I sit here, kiddo? Hey, Kyra, come look at what I found. 
You're lucky it didn't turn you. We'll get through this, right? Of course. You and me to the ends of the earth and back again. Human Error, a road trip through the apocalypse. We hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. This episode of Hanapocalypse has been brought to you by Red Fathom Entertainment and stars Amanda Hufford as Hannah, Abigail Turner as Callie, and Will Hanford as All Blind Pete. This episode was written and sound designed by Damien Sidlow, with sensitivity reading by Mac Shepard. If you like what you've heard so far and would like to support this indie show and its talent, please visit redfathom.com. Find links to both Patreon and our merch through TeePublic. To make sure that you don't miss a beat, follow us on Twitter at Hanapoctical. Enough of that, though. Until next time, listener. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The first thing you need to know about the Vegas Sci-Fi Adventure podcast is that you're not just listening to someone tell you a story. You are stepping into a world. And Vega Rex, the woman at the center of this saga, is currently sitting at the top of it. This is not by accident. For millennia, the country Vega calls home has been carefully honing the skills of its state-contracted killers, and these so-called holy warriors have gotten real good at taking down the world's worst criminals, or, as they would call it, cleansing. 400 kills into her career, Vega is the most decorated hunter there has ever been, and likely would have stayed that way if it had not been for him. An explosive encounter with a terrorist sets Vega on a path of revenge that is so thoroughly illegal that before this story is done, she will have risked it all, life, limb, and love, to satisfy her vengeance and keep her record of righteous kills perfect. My name is Ivoma Okoro, and I have so much more to tell you about this. Check out Vega, a sci-fi adventure podcast, anywhere you listen to them. Because, baby, I'm just getting started. <laughs>